Welcome to the Soul Gym. We are your Soul Gym sisters. My name is Jody Van Kempen. Hello, I'm Crystal Van Kempen McClanahan. Hello, Crystal Van Kempen McClanahan. <laughs> Hello, Jody. <laughs> hey, thank you for tuning in for this week's boot camp for your soul. Our mission, yes, our mission mm-hmm. is really to, man, have you go from fizzling to sizzling by toning up flabby thinking and developing mental muscle. We want you to feel strong, to live healthy, and and just to live out God's audacious plan for your life. So Jody, what are we doing today? Okay, we are going to talk about our bodies. (laughs) You want to talk about your body? Oh my. Okay, here's a statistic for you. And it's an ugly one. It's an ugly one. 80 to over 90% of women, depending upon the study, because it varies, yeah. are unhappy or they hate their bodies. Right. The range goes from dissatisfaction yeah. to body-hating thoughts. Our body image is the way we perceive ourselves and assume how others do too. That's interesting. Uh-huh. And assume others do too. Yeah. Body image is closely linked to our self-esteem, which is confidence in one's value as a human being. So we're going to talk about body image. Body image. And with that, I mean, over the course of our lives, I mean, the people that have sought out our advice, it's been with about this, you know, and over the course of years, yeah, you know, we, we advocate for good nutrition and, and working out, but we have really come to realize that body image is a factor of our identity, Mm -hmm. that inward picture of who we believe we are. That's where body image is tied to. And so, you know, we grew up in, in South Dakota and, you know, we always say, yes, we really are sisters, but Jody and I grew up in South Dakota, two meat and potatoes <laughs> kinds, kinds of girls. You know, we, we always watched our parents be active and we appreciate that so much. And yet over the course of our own lives, I mean, there have been times where I've been super fit and then there are times where, you know, just that pesky 10 to 20 pounds or, or, and and you think it's, it's what's going on inside of us that that's happening. And, you know, God bless our mom. Mm -hmm. I mean, she was a, a, a hot dog. She was a beautiful woman. She passed away in 2009, but Jody and I were, were talking, you know, it just seemed that she always was dissatisfied. Yeah. Dissatisfied with that extra 10 pounds. And so I think we grew up listening to that. And so we're sitting here. Um, Jody and I are really kind of in the middle stages of creating Body and Soul Boot Camp, the five steps to getting fit inside and out. And so we're, we're doing a lot of soul searching ourselves. <laughs> yeah. You know, what what is fit enough? Ooh, I know. Or what is good enough? Yeah, I just said to Crystal, we were talking before we got on, I said, look it, we have been coaches, mm-hmm. we have been uh, PE teachers, we have been uh, group instructors. I mean, you personal name it. trainers, you personal were bodybuilder, competitive bodybuilder, yeah. and yet we still struggle with what is fit enough. Yeah, what is good enough? Yeah, at what point 
you know, and we're asking the question, at what point do you look at yourself or look in the mirror or, or you put your clothes on and go, I feel great. Well, according to the statistics, not many women do. I know. It's very, very sad. So we're, we're going to try and tackle yeah. this topic yeah. because it's, it's angering me. Yeah, it, it really is. It's hurting uh, yeah. us, you know, as we're kind of, if this is what we're I know it. going through at times. And I, I think the, the process is evolutionary, uh-huh. you know, d- depending upon your place in life and how your thinking mm-hmm. is going. You probably at times have felt better, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, your thinking has been stronger in the area of body image, but that's really at the heart of the matter, Mm -hmm. you know, what, what we're, we're diving into. And so we're, we're going to kind of walk you through, uh, these steps, but the setup obviously, uh, for everything is our thought life. Uh, we, you hear us always quoting Dr. Carolyn Leaf thoughts in thoughts influence every decision. Okay, there you go. Um, Every word, action, and physical reaction we make. So our thoughts are affecting every decision. You know, what what we choose to eat, I think, is one thing, but why we choose to eat it or why why we choose to not work out or to work out, I mean, it's all going on internally. Um, Scripture even says in Proverbs 23, 7, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So why why is it? That over 90% of, of women are unhappy with their bodies. I mean, I think there's such a cu- cultural influence, um, th- th- which is just huge. But what it does is it makes women, and then women of a certain age, mm-hmm. uh, cue hot flashes now, <laughs> women can just feel so powerless. Mm-hmm. You know, walking through life. Yeah, um, we're, we're, we're tackling this middle age thing yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you were teens, 20s, 30s, culture says you've got it going yeah, on. Cult, yeah, obsessed uh-huh. with youth. You're, uh-huh. you're beautiful, you're, you're young, you're, you're smart, you're heading off to college, you're starting a family. Uh, culture gives you the thumbs up. Right. So you head on into these 40s and 50s and and the kids are leaving home and and the sad thing is you know your parents begin to either get sickly or or they uh pass away right so the 40s 50s can be a very very challenging um time in our lives so crystal and i are tackling that let alone the body image yeah. now yeah so we're we're gonna start looking at why we feel forgotten right why we don't feel Invisible. Invisible, why we don't feel attractive. What is our role in society as a 40, 50, 60, 70 year old? Yeah, because we refuse. Yeah, Uh -uh. yes. We refuse. You will see me. I know. You will. I will not. I'm not invisible. I will not be hidden. You can try to look right over me or that's through right. me, but I will be jumping um, up and that's down. Right. So the challenge is if culture's telling us this, yeah. you know, that you're invisible, you're not important anymore, you're worthless, your time has come and gone, um, it, it's it's that much more challenging for us now to find out who we actually are. Who does the Bible say we are? Who does God say we are? So we've got to get that so deep and buried in us that no matter what people tell us we are or are not, we know who we are in Christ Jesus. Well, that's what we were talking about is you'll always hear us talking about our enemy. We have a spiritual enemy and that is what he does. He attacks 
attacks our worthiness. Yes, he does. That's what he's going after. You know, our value mm-hmm. on who do you think you are? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all oh, that dog. I, know I just, I want to tear his ugly face, w- his <laughs> wicked head right off. So what happens is all of these issues just are unhealthy thinking. Like you just said, Jody, we don't have a clear picture of our identity in Christ. And so I'm telling you, Jody and I are just digging and digging and digging into our identity, who we are, our thinking. And man, these negative thoughts are so deeply entrenched in our subconscious. Jody and I were just taking on something new. And, you know, we're, we're preaching to the choir here today is we talk about the subconscious and why change can be so difficult is brings up a thought you don't even realize is there. Mm-hmm. Something that, you know was used to protect you when you were a child. Now it's just no no good. You know, you're you're trying to do new things and that subconscious is saying, "Ooh, don't put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Don't take a risk. Don't do that. You you could look stupid. You're going to be embarrassed." And so, I'm telling you, we are up against it right now, but we realized it. Yes. Maybe 10 years ago we would have said, "Oh, this just isn't for us." Uh-huh. And we would have bailed on whatever the project we were doing. Now we're going, "Huh?" Mm-hmm. What's going on? But you know what keeps us going, and this is for everybody, is you've got to know your why. Yeah. Your goals, your dreams, your why am I doing this has to be so seared right. on your conscious. Meaning that's why we talk about dream boards and making goals. Because when you are where you're at and you decide to go somewhere else in life and you're on that journey and you get halfway there or a quarter way there and like Crystal said, you come up against these uncomfortable situations. If your why is not bigger and brighter and stronger than your reason to run back, you're going to quit and fail. You're going to give all these excuses of why, you know, that was stupid anyway. I can't do this. What was I even thinking? So what you do is you go back to what's comfortable. You go back to what's easy. So Crystal and I have started on this journey of where we want to go in life. Right. We've got goals. We've got dreams. We've got aspirations. And we're walking it out. (laughs) All these things are coming up going, who do you think you are? And we're laughing going, okay, do we go back or do we go forward? Mm -hmm. And we're like, we're going forward. Forward. (laughs) You know, in our body and soul boot camp. I mean, that's what we're tackling. Yeah. When we talk about flabby thinking and mental muscle, yeah, it's it's a metaphor, but it's a metaphor for that those limiting beliefs that are in all of us, you know, have been placed there, you know, during traumatic childhood experiences. You know, somebody said something, a coach said some something, your parents said something, but we're attacking those. That's why when we say mental muscle, that is all about that process of mind renewal that mm-hmm. scripture talks about stop thinking like the world god certainly doesn't see us as you know unworthy or powerless he sees us as you know queens of the world i mean we were designed and created in his image and so to to not appreciate that you know what, what what god had created just seems like 
such a mistake. I don't want to reject who God made me to, to be because of pain or guilt or someone's opinion. I don't want to abort this mission. Mm-mm. I mean, Jody and I think that what we're talking about, you know, God's word and his audacious plan for your life and for our life just is the most important message in the world. world. It's life changing. And so mind renewal is all about the mental muscle. And so we understand that it's our mind that controls our behavior and not the other way around. And, but as we said, change is challenging because we want to change our behavior. We want to stop eating that snack Uh or we want to stop drinking whatever. We want to stop smoking. And yes, I get it. But our desire to change is lost when we focus on just changing behavior. I mean, our willpower wanes. We, we, you, you just can't hold on to that white knuckled grip for too long uh. before you go back to your old ways. I mean, there's that statement to go back to the devil we know, meaning it's better to go back to something bad and known as opposed to something unknown. And we are here to, we're challenging ourselves every mm-hmm. day to change. To, to step into our own body and soul boot camp yeah. and, and to change. And it's, it's challenging. But like you said, Jody, I mean, I love T.D. Jake's uh, quote. Uh, why, why is this important? It's because we all have a purpose. And he says, purpose is priceless. While, oh, this word, while purposelessness is very costly. Okay, so your purpose is what God created you yes. for. It is, you know, I heard I heard someone say, God is in your imagination the other day. I thought that was spectacular. So when you close your eyes and you imagine your ideal life, your your ideal fitness level, your ideal relationships, it's not just you daydreaming. It is God in there going. There's more. Yeah. There's better. There's a promised land. But you know what happens? You just said it, Crystal. People try to work really hard to get there. Right. And not that there isn't hard work. But I have found we're finding there's an easier way. Because what happens is you go, I'm going to get in shape. I, I'm going to stop being so mean to my kids. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work harder. What happens is when you're white knuckling it and you just set out to do more, you will burn out eventually. If your whole goal is to just work harder, work harder, work harder, that doesn't work. So what we're trying to do is get you to change the picture first on the inside, renewing your mind to those big, beautiful imaginations, goals, dreams that God himself has prepared for you. So when you sit there in your quiet time and you're praying, all of a sudden, if you allow him to, God will begin to show you those awesome, wonderful things that he has prepared for you. And there are, God says, there are things that I have prepared for you that you can't even imagine. So you have ideas, you have plans, you have dreams for your life that I'm sure are pretty big and awesome. God says, I've got even more for you. But what we do, like I said, is we white knuckle it. No, we're going to focus on your thinking first. Right. Don't just go out and start doing stuff. You will, you'll get burnt out. So we're going to 
focus on getting strong inside, getting our thinking stronger and change. Right. We were not meant to live small. No. Just tiny little lives. No. But we shrink back because we don't feel good about oftentimes what we're talking about, this whole body image concept. But uh uh-uh. Don't you all just feel like there's something more? Yes. That that you're supposed to make a difference in the world. That you have great significance. You know what? We just all gotta rally together Mm -hmm. and just just create this big life we don't long for someone else's life god has created you with your own unique mental makeup you've got your own unique personality and gifts and talents what you like what you don't like i mean it's just so cool to be you it is time to step into that big bold destiny that god has for you and so jody and i in years of experiences we're developing you know body and soul boot camp how to live strong how to get fit how to get that inner strength to translate to that outer strength Well, much of what you guys hear us talk about all the time, really, and we've been saying it, is this course has been developed through personal experience. You know, the ups and downs of just life, of when you you feel like you're rocking it and when you feel like you're not. But through those personal experiences, through really diving in to our own soul um, and realizing you know, where it is that, that we need to, to take care of some of our own body image uh, issues. Here's another thing. I think one of the most life-changing books, messages, was Joyce Meyer, Battlefield of the Mind. You know, when, when we first, you talk about an aha moment. This was decades ago. I mean, decades ago. When you, when you first start to learn, What? The battle is in my mind. What do you mean it's not in my circumstances? I keep looking at other people and, and, you know, what what they've done. And it's really in our mind. Amazing. Just today, driving over here, I was thinking of that, of how easy in this negative, uh, depressing world, our minds want to go there. Yes, they you know, do. You get Why neg- do we like to feel we, sorry for yes, ourselves? We, we love it. We enjoy it. Our flesh loves to feel self-pity. Yep, yep. We, we want to focus on problems. We want to focus on the bad. That is where just naturally we tend to yeah. go. And as I'm driving over here, I'm thinking how the, the battle... The battle is in the mind because thoughts are bombarding your mind. You're going under. It's never going to work. This is stupid. Uh, Look at all the bad that's happening. Your kids are crazy. You don't have enough money. And I just kind of chuckled to myself going, wow, it takes some internal strength to first of all, be aware of that battle, be aware of what the devil's trying to do to you, and then for you to go, no. I'm going to focus on something else. You know what? God never does that to us. You know, when you start feeling those oppressive thoughts, and and I always say Satan is the the king of the pylon. He'll bring one problem, (laughs) and then he'll bring another problem. And then you'll get a phone call, and then you'll get a negative email, and then this isn't working. He tries to pile it on, so you just go, it's hopeless. You're right. I can't do anything. I'm not moving forward. 
Always recognize when you start sinking, when you start feeling bad, that is never God. Amen. Negativity and negative feelings are never, ever, ever from God. Right on. You got to stop and go, this isn't God. God wouldn't be doing this to me, telling me this. And and so you've got to switch it to a different channel like a radio and go, I'm going to focus on what God says, who he says I am, what he says about my future. And I'm telling you, that takes some inner strength. So we, this is where we want to get you is start learning to focus on that and having the tenacity, having the ability to resist flabby thinking and mental muscle is is developing this habit of going i am focusing on the on the positive i'm focusing on what god says right so in order to exercise healthy thinking you know jody and i talk about really years of experience you know as coaches and pe teachers and jody's a bodybuilder and and just the personal training and and just a lifelong experience here that that Jody and I both have and so we are going to take these five health related components of fitness that we've learned over the years that anytime you want to get in shape uh, physically or or mentally you've got to establish a baseline you know so you got to know where you're at so that you can determine where you want to go. And so in health-related fitness, it's called body composition. And so we're looking at body composition that measures the amount of fat a person has compared to their lean muscle tissue. So that's everything else. And so you establish a baseline so that you can you know, decide physically what, what you want to do to transform that body. Well, even more important is our soul composition and that is measuring how much flabby thinking or limiting beliefs we have versus mental muscle and so you you know what any area of your life that's rocking you know where you're doing really well guess what you've got some great mental muscle going on right there so we're not saying everybody's life is just a bunch of flabby thinking you probably have an area or two now listen we're talking about fitness but this works in any area of your life money relationships whatever it is and so that's component number one the body composition soul composition Component number two is all about flexibility. This is what most people skip in the gym. <laughs> I is, know I do. It, yeah, this this one, we admit it, you know. But when we're talking about body flexibility, we're talking about, you know, being able to move through a normal range of motion. You know, I think the definition is like bending without breaking. And so flexibility really undergirds uh, muscular strength and endurance. It, it prevents injury. It's all that good stuff. When we're talking about mental flexibility, we're talking about the willingness to change and that's the key. Some people are so rigid. Oh, it's so rigid. I mean, you even mentioned the word change and they about lose it. So <laughs> get willing to be willing. Say, I am willing to change. There's, there's that scripture, Jody, you talk about in Psalm 68, 6, which talks about the stubborn and rebellious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that don't be the stubborn and rebellious because there's no blessing in that. But our mom would always say, you know, when, when we would be complaining about something, you know, well, have you had enough? 
Yep. You know, you got to get to that point. I've, I've had it. I've had enough so that you are willing to change. So component number two is flexibility. So body flexibility, mental flexibility. Then we move into muscular strength, which is all about in the gym. It's about producing maximum force. And guess what? With this audacious plan, it is really helpful to feel strong. Mm-hmm. Being strong physically because you're strong emotionally, because your soul is strong, just makes walking through life a lot easier. It really does. And when you start overcoming, you start getting that strength. Yeah. Just like in the gym, you start with five pounds, then you move on to 10 pounds and you start seeing, I can handle more. I can do more. That's the same thing with life. When you start tackling certain things, say it's a messy home and you decide I'm going to get organized. Okay. You start overcoming that. You start getting organized. You look around and go, I can do it. Yep. All of that starts to transfer into every area of your life getting stronger exactly so then we move on to in when you when you're at the gym or when you're training cardiorespiratory fitness so how strong is my heart you know the efficiency of our heart it's like a you know it's this four chamber pump and it's all about input and output the things we take into our body and and how our body the efficiency with which our body gets rid of waste and so when we talk about heart as far as our soul is concerned scripture says that we are to guard our heart why it says because everything you do flows from it and we only guard those things that are valuable it it call it's called the wellspring of our life and man i think this is just key right here in our soul it's it's where your dreams are tucked it's where your desires and your passions are stored i mean it's the real you it's who you are and so we have to guard our heart meaning guard our relationships the people we allow into our lives Um, we have to guard our senses meaning we have to watch what we consume and we have to guard our purpose Uh, don't don't let anybody steal that from you Uh, so in our body and soul boot camp um, that's the fourth component it's it's guarding that heart and so the last component is all about um, when you're in the gym you you know when you're working out and you go for two minutes when you're first starting fabulous but man after a year and a half if you're still just going two <laughs> minutes you, we probably Something's wrong. yeah your endurance has <laughs> not picked up and so you know what This is really about a marathon. Life is a marathon. You know, you have moments of sprints, but it's it's really about being able to persevere. And it's what is happening to us as we are fighting through some of these things. You know, our character's growing. This is all about two two qualities, faith and patience, that are holding hands. Uh And it's really hard to have one without the other. And so why is patience so important? Well, biblically, we know it says that it'll have her perfect work. And on the other side of that, we'll be wanting nothing. Man, meaning everything is complete. That's if you don't quit. If you do not quit. And guess what? I mean, you apply 
these five components to your mental fitness and to your physical fitness, wow, you're going to get some killer results. You're going to gain control over your life and over your health. You're going to leave a legacy for really great thinking for your children, for your colleagues, for whoever it is that you're influencing. And you know what? You'll just live happier, healthier, and far more purposeful. And so you guys, uh, really, it is our mind. We are learning that more and more every day. It's our mind that controls our behavior and not the other way around. Right thinking equals right habits. Uh, You guys, everyone who's listening, you've got a, a purpose. We just can't, you know, just emphasize that enough. God has placed these dreams and desires in your heart. Uh, Just don't let them die on on your deathbed. Go after them. And we hope that you'll consider enrolling in our upcoming Body and Soul Boot Camp and and going through these five steps. Uh, We just love what we do. Uh, That is your mental muscle challenge. It's just think about, pray about whether or not when we launch this thing, if this is right for you. Anyway, boy, that was an impassioned plea today. Again, you guys, we love and appreciate every one of our listeners. We can't thank you enough for your support. Oh, yeah, we wanted to give a shout out. Shout out to... Mike, our new listener. Thanks for all the the input. We really do appreciate it. Uh, as always, please tell your friends. Again, we think the message of of God and and hope and His goodness is really for the world to hear. So please tell everyone. Um, how about a review? Yeah, come on. How now. about a review? Give us five a five stars. Yeah, and be specific. Tell us what you what we you like. like. Five stars. Um, we would love to hear from you. Uh, anything else there, Jojo? Oh, I don't think so. Are we good? That was fun. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. That was fun. I keep saying that was a good one. <laughs> Man. We did good. I hope you guys <laughs> ag- agree. Agree. Anyway, we'll catch you next week at the Soul Gym, where we whip flabby thinking into shape and, and develop, develop mental, mental muscle. muscle. Bye. Bye.